0: brothers and sanguine sisters to deeply discussing dexter i'm your host dale maxfield i'm joined by aaron caldwell hello brooke merritt and zach roland hey and today we're discussing season six episode eight sin of omission on this episode deb gets over dexter being missing they have a case to solve travis gets shoveled his sister becomes the whore of babylon laguerta is a pain in the ass Dexter has Harry, but Travis has Edward James Rebar, and Geller sees Dexter's face and escapes. What did you guys think of this episode overall?
1: I mean, it's pretty much more of the same from the rest of this season. Like, I'm not invested in the storyline at all, and they just keep shoveling shit our way.
0: Doesn't it suck to come back to this after <laughs> that nice breath of fresh air that was the last episode?
2: That, Anyone? that fresh Anyone? country
0: air
3: um, that I've been breathing Nebraska mm. yeah, yeah. yeah I wasn't necessarily I'm, I'm on the downside of things now where I'm like <laughs> alright I've given up um, it's all, you all know, your nothing, fault oh my god I mean I, I was like even with the Colin Hanks stuff I was like with, with the Travis I was like stop stop <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're, you're gonna get people hurt you're, turning, you're slowly turning into Bill Cosby, Zach. <laughs> with the Travis and the... <laughs> uh, Oh, man.
3: Oh, God. Put, it, put it
0: down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it starts with Dexter and Harrison picking up donuts to try and apologize to Deb. Dexter goes to Deb's new crime scene beach house. She's upset because everyone thinks she gave him a week off in the middle of DDK, which is only slightly less bad than them knowing that she didn't give him a week off. Deb forgives him and tells him Miami Metro now knows that there are two people working together as the DDK. Travis made breakfast for his sister. He goes to take out the trash, and Geller is there to needle him about trading God's plan for mundanity. Geller shows Travis his next design. All it needs is the right whore. Story of my life, man. Geller suggests taking the sister. Uh, Travis tries to talk her into going on a trip, but she can't leave right away. I
3: almost thought you said diddle him.
0: For
2: hovering a by the trash can, as always, just hovering. Creeping yeah. by
1: the trash is like the best thing of <laughs> this whole season. <laughs> it's it's. You're gonna ridiculous. you're gonna throw that away? Just, I can't believe you're gonna
0: throw that away. I was gonna use launching. that in my <laughs> coolers. Just like, oh, here it comes. All right, <laughs> places. Oh my god.
2: James, Edward James Olmos is just not even trying at all, and it's the this, best. This like he's not. Like you've got you've got Colin Hanks way overacting, yeah. then you've got Edward James Olmos just reading his grocery list in yeah. every scene they, it's they, just they wanted to so credit him as
0: Edward James, not quite in this one.
2: <laughs> That's about this right. Edward
1: James Olmos is late late years Marlon Brando. <laughs> like, I'm surprised he's <laughs> wearing he pants.
0: This is, this is his island of Doctor Moreau.
1: <laughs> do
2: we oh, see um, that God. he's wearing pants? Though we may do late two
0: thousand. Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just want to imagine what it was like on the day, like every day during production, when like everyone's excited to get to set and doing their stuff, and he's like, "I got to get him out of my fucking trailer for this." He's just like, uh, "I feel like right, they gonna... had
0: Edward James almost for maybe a week. Like that's all they had him on the show, Probably. and they just shot well, all they... the scenes, and that's it."
1: Was this uh, yeah. was this pre-Battlestar or around the
2: same time? Or this after? was after Battlestar. Was after. Battlestar?
0: after. Okay. Definitely after. Battlestar was like early 2000s. Uh,
2: oh. He's just tired still from it. <laughs> he was just tired. Just sleeping in his cardigan sweater and then just get up and... I don't know,
0: man. Say his line. You watch him on, uh, on Mayan's MC. He's pretty much the same dude in that. He's just like... <laughs> He's a butcher in that, so he's just kind of standing around cutting meat and talking out of the side of his mouth and Oh hurt yeah, Whatever you say. Um Dexter goes to Brother Sam's funeral, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs>
2: they dump his still not over They dump
0: his ashes into the baptism water area. Gross. One of the people at the funeral gives Dexter's brother Sam's his bloody Bible. He asks if Dexter knows where Nick is. Dexter does know where Nick is. Uh, Dexter sneaks into Travis's work to see if Travis has gotten out of the DDK business. Travis says that Dexter convinced him and that he doesn't have to do what Geller says. Dexter offers to get Geller out of his life if Travis just helps Dexter find him. Travis doesn't want to help Dexter any more than Geller. And Dexter says Travis's dark passenger walks and talks and breathes, and most importantly, Travis's dark passenger can be killed. Dexter goes to a homicide scene. Mike and Masuka are there. Mike says the victim is a high-end call girl. Mike and Masuka both think that she OD'd and hit her head, an accidental death. Dexter thinks someone came in after she died and tried CPR and then cleaned his tracks. Lewis asks Dexter to show him how he figured out the CPR thing at the crime scene. Dexter walks into a briefing where Deb tells everyone they need to be on the ball regarding DDK. She has a list of names to divide up between herself, Quinn, Angel, and Mike. Dexter realizes he has to get to Travis before Miami Metro finds Travis. Jamie walks in and lies to Angel that she brought Harrison to see Dexter. She actually wants to see Lewis. Angel gets judgy, but Jamie tells him he should... Jamie tells him that he should go out to dinner with them to learn more about Lewis.
1: I mean Angel uh, Angel's gonna judge her on her side pieces, like Mr. LaGuerta? Really? Mr.
0: LaGuerta's last side piece was Lila. And that didn't <clears throat> go so well.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, it's all it's just all tragedy for him.
0: I mean, like, the best advice you could give her at this point based on his experience is uh, don't roofie yourself after you have sex. (laughs) And then blame a guy for raping you, I guess. Don't do that. Um, Dexter puts Harrison to sleep, then starts flipping through Brother Sam's Bible. Dexter goes out to a lunch table to confront Travis again. He tries to drop a truth bomb about the live omission on Travis, but Travis already knows a chapter and verse. Travis reveals that he's focused on protecting his sister from Geller. Travis asks Dexter to let him get his sister out of Miami for the weekend, and after which he will help Dexter get Geller.
3: Wait, so Tra- I can't remember this. Is Travis at Dexter's place? No, they.
0: Uh, Dexter like followed him to where he eats lunch. Cafe.
2: Oh,
3: right. Okay. That's weird. I was just like, whoa, that's stupid. <laughs> if he's like, hey, you know what? You like, you come on over. I, I think I can figure this out. Like inviting people into <laughs> his his private. This is residence. Harrison.
0: This is Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> she's always here. Oh my god. I'm, uh,
2: at this point, would we be surprised though if it went that that route? This
0: is Angel. He always tells her to cover up. Um, this is Deb. She's got a potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then and then Deb's like. That's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, Travis fucking Marshall. Uh, Deb shows up at Travis's sister's house. Travis is out, but Deb talks to the sister. She tells Deb that he, she doesn't really know Travis's thoughts and feelings. After their parents died, the sister raised Travis the rest of the way. They're tight, but Travis is closed off to everyone. Travis rides by on his bike, sees Deb's gun, and manages to pass her without her seeing his face. Guerta has a bathroom conference with Deb. She tells Deb about the dead call girl's cause of death being ruled as an overdose, so Deb can close the case and help her numbers. Deb calls Dexter and asks him to rush the blood work on the dead call girl. Travis is waiting for his sister, who finally gets a name as far as I know, Lisa, but runs into Geller wielding a shovel. He knocks Travis out. So...
1: Fun times.
0: Yeah. Sometimes Uh, Louis, Jamie, and Angel are out to dinner. Louis compliments Angel's car. Jamie heads to the restroom. Angel tells Louis that Jamie's not in a place in her life to get too serious with anyone.
1: Which we're basing that on what? Like, why is this a story?
0: Why is it a story?
1: Why Why is this a thing that is happening? Like, oh, on
0: Dexter? Uh, Because we have a plot line established for Angel now, and a plot line established for Jamie. And uh, Lewis is the Lewis is is going into his denouement of starting to ghost Jamie because Angel scared him off. It's
2: just. But why do we need it? I get like, what does it serve? Is it anything interesting? Oh no, to no, no, it? no,
0: no, no, no. This is Dexter, yeah, guys. No, definitely not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. This is just going right along with the pattern of giving us peripheral stories best, that we don't care about. This is the
0: best Batista plot. Like, that's all that's happening here.
2: Right. It's all they can come yeah. up with. <laughs>
0: Dexter confirms to Deb that someone really was there with a the call girl. Deb looks for a pen and finds the pen Dexter got from Kearney, Nebraska. Lieutenant Deb actually figures out that Dexter went to Kearney, Nebraska. Dexter says he was drawn there and talked to Jonah about it. Deb is hurt that Dexter wouldn't talk to her about it. She says she lost Lundy because of Trinity, too.
2: So, oh, Dexter is a meticulous blood analysis expert who is also a serial killer, but he's not going to think before he takes a pen from a place that is hundreds of miles away that he went to kill someone. That
1: somebody mysteriously just disappeared from.
2: Right perfect sense all the stuff he can he can seamlessly hide a body right but oh let me just grab this fr- i can't resist a free pin so i'm just gonna grab this counterpoint
0: miami Metro. okay
2: I've <laughs> <laughs> said i cannot <laughs> yeah, argue that like i have it's, nothing it's to argue
3: no matter how good dexter is miami metro sucks even worse <laughs>
2: But then, in that case, would Deb have been smart enough to connect the Ben to Kirby, no, Nebraska?
3: It, it, no, it's
2: probably because not. It, it's because, it,
3: it's because it, him being at Miami Metro is wearing off on him, and he's starting to get sloppy.
0: Well, it also Which doesn't.
2: Is why the show is sucking more and more every episode? It also
0: doesn't like ring any bells for her that there's a missing person that they should look into. In Kearney, she doesn't know anything about that. All she knows is that her feelings were hurt because he could talk to Jonah and not her. It also and that's the her, end of the discussion.
1: It also gave her oh. reason to drop a few more F-bombs. Yeah. So.
0: Miami Metro finds the next DDK tableau, the horror of Babylon. Masuka removes the mask to reveal Lisa. Deb recognizes her as Travis Marshall's sister. Deb puts a bolo out on Travis... Dexter finds a tag on the fabric that says FM Galway. There are letters carved into Lisa's forehead. Masuka finds Deb's card safety pinned to Lisa's side. Travis wakes up chained at Geller's place. Geller says that Lisa betrayed Travis by talking to the police, just like the Whore of Babylon. So that's what the Whore of Babylon did, I guess. Um,
2: <laughs> I don't find the connection between
0: just of like Babylon a whore.
2: To
3: <laughs> yeah, stretch. At some, it's like they broke their own code for this one. They were like, "Fuck it, we just need somebody close." Here we.
0: Ugh, so stupid. Travis sees that Geller's painting has been finished. Lisa's likeness is now the face of the horror. Gellar tells him to pray and hopes he rejoins the mission by the time he gets back. Gellar puts an iron in the fire. Laguarda finds Deb again. Deb says whoever was in the room with the dead prostitute could be guilty of solicitation, obstruction, possibly murder too. Laguarda says that their numbers are a disaster and the city's in panic. The mother tried to murder or suicide her infant because she thought Armageddon was coming and didn't want to go through the tribulations. Laguarda orders her to close the prostitute case and work DDK. And then LaGuardia calls someone on the phone and says she took care of it and the person has nothing to worry about anymore. Two things. First of all,
3: don't they have other cases to worry about than, the, like, the big case? It's almost like, I mean, I get it for, to serve the story. It's like they have to continue to talk about the plot. But at the same time, like, she's like, focus on DDK. And it's like, why don't you just focus on the other little ones and then that should make your numbers equal out if that's what you're really trying to get at,
0: right? Like... We, that, thats what this phone call reveals—is that that's not like where it is actual,
3: right? That—that's that's, not her motive. That's not right. And then two, who the fuck is this person, and wh- what is going Captain on, Captain Matthews? Here? <laughs> I bet. Oh my god,
0: I don't, I don't know, remember man. for sure, but that's my guess—is that it's Captain Matthews? I'm that's my guess. Because didn't she get promoted on a Captain Matthews cover-up thing? She blackmailed him for yeah. sure, yeah. because he was in the
1: uh, he was in the book of a high class madam.
0: So we know he sees prostitutes. So he sees prostitutes.
1: Oh right, right,
3: because that makes a fucking difference. How good the show is. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> my my feelings on everything have changed.
0: They they couldn't uh, they couldn't afford Jeff Pearson, <laughs> but they just wanted to make sure we remember that Captain Matthews likes them prostitutes.
3: <laughs> And also, why would she help Matthews? That doesn't make any sense, because she wants him... If she wants to keep moving up the echelon, then she's got to get his job,
0: so... But she's got more dirt got on him, him. now. Yeah. Like, she can be like, you're retiring yeah. next week. She'll be like, I guess I'm retiring next week. I, Miami Metro politics, man. <laughs> it's, it's all written uh, by Scott Buck, man. I know. It's just how it goes.
3: Uh, excuse me, I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's almost exactly like *The West Wing*. <laughs>
0: uh, Lewis tells Dexter that Google is five minutes ago and try Elliot, <laughs> which is the most laughably stupid thing since <laughs> a long time. Let's let's name us like ask let's Have a search engine named Elliot.
1: <laughs> I actually had to pause this and and, and, and laugh, just laugh. And it for it. <laughs> laugh into Google for like 10 minutes.
0: I think Google should have an Elliot page (laughs) that you can use and it just doesn't do anything. You you search and it's like, sorry, web but not found. If you type
1: in Elliot.com it takes you to Bing.
0: (laughs) 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 Bing's actually useful. No it's not. Have I I told you guys um, yeah, there's a really perverted uh, use for Bing. Um, but there's also I, I've come up with the ultimate ad campaign for Bing that would make them like at least at least like sixty percent more profitable would be if they adopted the guy from uh, Groundhog Day that says Bing all the time as their spokesperson and just put him on that front page, he's like, "Bing
2: <laughs> <laughs> Or not. <laughs> <laughs> at
0: least on February second, every year, he should be up there.
3: Wasn't there a s <laughs> wasn't there a search engine that used to like feature a dog like or a, dog a call? Yes. Oh well my there was God. also Dogpile.
1: Dogpile
0: was uh, Dogpile no. was, uh, dog was like a a aggregate search engine. Yeah. It searched all of the search engines for whatever you wanted to look for. So
1: it's Buzzfeed.
0: No. <laughs> no, it wasn't like the worst. Um <laughs> Lewis, so anyway, try Elliot, as far as we got into that paragraph. Uh, He shows Dexter how to use it, and we see him delete a text from Jamie without reading it. Deb tells Dexter that they didn't find any of the page numbers on the new victim. Uh, Dexter thinks that means that Travis wasn't involved because the numbers came from his Bible. Deb also found out that Travis restores uh, Bibles and vows to fuck Masuka if this isn't our guy.
1: Why would you even speak that into being? Like you know he's listening somewhere like yes. <laughs> yes. At least he wasn't in the, At least come. he wasn't
0: in the scene going, Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> he would have been like manipulating the evidence to turn it some other way. He, he's lurking
1: just off screen
2: with Geller.
0: Well he'd he'd, he'd go into full or or he'd just like he he'd play it the other way and just go into full hurt Masuka mode. Where nothing's funny anymore he's just like i can't believe you would say that about a colleague <laughs> <laughs> um deb invites dexter to dinner to talk but he blows her off deb goes to her therapist she tells her that she questioned the victim 24 hours before finding her dead deb laughs off the idea of dexter killing her but says that he treats her like shit Therapist suggests that Deb monopolizes the conversation and that Dexter may feel that there's no room for his needs. She asks Deb to try and focus on Dexter's needs next time she gets a chance. Fucking therapist, man.
2: They're always It's think- <laughs> <laughs> a weird conversation to have about a brother-sister relationship, really. I think it'd be more like, "Why are you this attached to what your brother is doing? What is wrong with you?" Focus on my brother's needs. <laughs> It's <laughs> going some weird places.
3: I just think it's funny yeah, where it's I know. like uh, she's like, "Well, Deb, you talk too much, so <laughs> shut the fuck up and listen <laughs> to your brother." And uh, I was like, "She's you know. this is
0: our second session. I feel that like you talk way <laughs> too much, <laughs> like way too much." Um. Yeah, I need to hear more about Dexter's needs. And is he single? (laughs) Quinn and Masuka are hanging out at the strip club opening. Quinn is wasted and hits on a server. Masuka tells him to relax and enjoy the scene. Quinn follows a dancer and asks her to marry him. The bouncer tells Masuka if he doesn't take Quinn out of the club that he will have to.
3: Yeah, Green Thong, I love (laughs) you. Green Thong. Green green Thong, I'm going to marry you. Green Thong. Oh my, Green Thong.
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah fuck that guy
0: (laughs) yeah Quinn's gone full douchebag yeah Yeah, it was an interesting scene in that it was like for a minute I thought the show was saying you know hey we haven't had anybody at a strip club in a while you know we are an R-rated show let's you know let's have a strip club scene but then nothing happened in that scene except for Quinn getting drunk and
2: being an asshole
0: and we've seen
3: it before
2: (laughs) 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 nothing new I showed up to your housewarming
3: party with some girl who gets a, uh, what's her name?
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a piece of sh- shit. Um, so Dexter's Elliot search found a father Galway at a nursing home suffering from severe dementia. If that's not an ad for Elliot, I don't know what it is. Uh, Galway mistakes Dexter for a little boy who broke a window and starts prompting Dexter to give a confession. Dexter confesses to speeding, lying to Deb, killing people, a lot of people. Galway says murder is a mortal sin, you must, and then he loses his train of thought because he has dementia. Dexter reminds him of confession and Galway absolves him instead of explaining that he can't forgive mortal sins because the Catholic Church just doesn't work that way. Uh, Dexter finds out from a caregiver at that Galway's church is in a remote place and has been abandoned for 20 years. Dexter returns home to say goodnight to Harrison before going out to find Geller, but Deb surprises him. She's going to cook him steaks and told Jamie she could go home. Dexter says something came up and he has to go. Deb asks him if he can't talk about it at all with her or just... He can't talk about it at all or just with her. Deb tells Dexter she just wants to talk about Nebraska and what's going on with him, but he leaves. Geller burns Travis with the hot iron Dexter arrives and Geller and Travis hear the car door shut. Dexter walks in and finds Travis chained up. Dexter asks where Geller is and we see him look up onto the mezzanine over Dexter's shoulder. Geller walks out of sight just before Dexter turns to look. Dexter explores the mezzanine and finds a window leading out to a path. Geller must have slipped out. Travis says he'll help Dexter kill Geller.
1: So that sure was an episode.
3: Maybe. It was an episode,
0: all right. So now Travis is on Team Dexter, eh? right?
3: Oh, I don't Maybe. know. Nobody, Maybe. nobody knows. That's the problem. I don't know what the fuck is going
2: on anymore. <laughs> and do you even really care at this point? No. no, no, none of us care anymore. Sorry, Zach. I just feel like we've shattered Zach's spirit. Okay, I'll so find to
0: be I'll find friendship in other television shows. There's only 28 episodes <laughs> this is left. Not the one.
2: Stop yelling at oh. me. <laughs> oh. 28? Seriously? Oh, God, kill me.
0: Yeah. Uh, this episode was directed by Ernest Dickerson. He directed nine episodes of Dexter between seasons three and eight. He went on to work for Once Upon a Time, The Wire, and The Walking Dead. This episode was written by Eric Elizanne Mitman. Who wrote one episode for season six season seven and season eight and was a co-producer on season seven and a producer on season eight she went on to write for elementary and timeless nice what was the best line of the episode
1: i liked the one of the first lines by deb uh, where she says where did you get this pin uh that says shady lane motel at Kearney, in nebraska (laughs) And Dexter gives her some excuse, and she's like, Yeah, at the fucking Shady Lane Motel at fucking
2: (laughs) (laughs) Kearney, (laughs) Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Again, have struggled with finding a best line. Um, I'll fuck Masuka if this isn't our guy, might be a tie for best best and worst at the same time. Best and worst. (laughs) Because, I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's also talking about fucking Mazooka. I, I, yeah. I, I couldn't find any other best, well, I, so it's the best and the worst. I
1: almost clutched my
2: curls. I don't even know how to take this. I, mm-hmm. I had several worst, but that's the best worst, I guess.
3: I uh, I kept it sentimental on the best line in terms of, like, it's not really the best line, but it's it's something nice that needed to be said, but it was, like, the... When she's talking to the therapist and she's like, I don't think he wants to kill me. I think he treats me like shit. He's the one keeping all the secrets. And it's like, you know, she's, she really is starting to like pick up on the whole Dexter mentality of things. But she still talks too much.
0: Yeah. I think Deb saying the words, Dexter treats me like shit, is a pretty big growth for her. Yeah. To actually name it and realize it like that
3: exactly that's why I was like oh that's a good line it's like character development for her
0: and there's no one else on the show than this therapist that she could have said that to Right. You know, she's not going to say that to Angel or anybody else that she trusts yep well we know what Brooks' line is already what's the worst line of the episode
1: if he's not our guy <laughs> then, <laughs> <laughs> then I'll fuck Masuka that's, that's the worst Line of the series. <laughs>
2: that's a, that's a pretty series, bad. Wow. I, okay, guys. Yeah. I mean no, but nobody went with "I love you" green thong because that was pretty bad too. Nobody
0: went with Google. So five minutes ago, use Elliot.
1: <laughs> that, I actually had that until the Masuka line. I was like,
2: oh god.
0: Doesn't check out, Aaron. They <laughs> happened in the yeah. reverse order of that. Did they? They sure did. I uh,
2: not like she did uh, it.
3: <laughs> I also had I also had I'm gonna keep rearranging that sentence to make it
0: hotter. <laughs>
2: that was my other one too. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, when, De- like, when that's Dev said you gotta keep on the ball. Yeah. Whatever.
2: You gotta going to keep need everyone's asses on the fucking ball. Yeah. Uh,
0: performance of the episode. Alright, I'm gonna,
3: I'm not giving it to Travis, but I'm giving it to Travis's reaction to Dexter at the diner. <laughs> now I, I remember the diner scene, and, and his, just the reaction, it's, it, I laughed so hard at, at just like the, the classic Hank's surprise look. I was like, oh, hmm, give me more. <laughs>
2: So are we starting to agree with me that he is really that bad? or Because it's really that bad.
0: Yeah, he's Everybody bad at in first this. was
2: kind of like, oh, he's not that terrible. He's terrible. Yeah,
0: Colin <laughs> Hanks is really bad in this show.
1: He's so yeah. bad. I, I gave it.
0: But he learned,
3: he learned from his mistakes and he grew and he got to Fargo and <laughs> he crushed it.
2: That doesn't excuse
0: this. I think I feel like Fargo like plays more to his wheelhouse. This this role just wasn't a good fit for him. Yeah, correct. It it was it's like, you know, his dad in that movie Bridge of Spies, where you're supposed to be afraid that someone's going to kill Tom Hanks. It's like no, no one's going to kill Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is the the star of the show. He's going to be there by the in the end credits. He's going to be fine so you just watch this boring movie with no tensions like no one's gonna hurt tom hanks i loved it i loved it so much you've never seen it you just happened <laughs> to be seen in it, it.
3: <laughs> i'm i'm in
0: it and i have seen it <laughs> when i saw it and told you about it you were like no nah, i haven't seen it yet no i hadn't seen it at that <laughs> point it, i wasn't
3: going to movies at that point in my life because i lived in new york and i couldn't afford it
0: yeah <laughs> i you could have just put your money in the trash for that movie
1: yeah the there's there was no real great performance so i gave it to molly parker because i love molly parker and this is her final episode
0: molly parker's like dead face yeah okay yeah
2: (laughs) i gave it to molly parker too just out of respect for her as an actor and the fact that she is now gone but she did nothing um, she had nothing to do what a waste was, what
3: a waste I was definitely sad to see her go I was like god damn it I thought she was gonna stick it out and they made
0: her like the it could have done so much more they just made her like the ultimate like pleasant person she like teaches little kids how to finger paint that's her job uh,
2: well, it's like, <laughs> and you know when they show that she's gonna die right it's such a whore it's
1: Molly Parker a known actress and you think oh wow she's gonna like eventually becomes something in this show. Little do you know, it's a prop. But (laughs) (laughs) you you just, you have high hopes and then they're all dashed.
0: Edward James almost just needs a whore.
1: (laughs) Just
0: Guys, thanks for suffering through this one with me. It's
3: it's not like it's Miami where there's whores
0: on every block. (laughs) It it was an episode. People (laughs) die in Miami. was. Sometimes they're murdered.
2: (laughs) And sometimes you wish they were the murderers getting murdered, such as Travis and Geller.
1: Oh, spoiler alert, we don't know that they're killers yet. (laughs) Like, it's just a legend right now. It's just a legend. Really?
0: (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. I think it's pretty clear. I think for helping with the show. uh, (laughs) If that's what you did. And uh, (laughs) we'll see everybody on the next Deeply Discussing Dexter. Thank you.